0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to a year of grace with your something new podcaster, it's Shannon. Y'all, I am delighted to welcome everyone back today to a year of grace as your something new blogger and your something new podcaster. It is such a blessing and such a joy to have the wonderful blessing, joy, and opportunity to be with y'all every few weeks in this podcasting format. In praying and praying and praying about this format, for our Something New community. The thing that appealed most to me and to the chief and to my girl was that it was the one format whereby we could gather together regularly and you all could set the schedule that was best For your lives, for where you are right now in your lives, with the specific circumstances, the struggles, the hardships, the joys, the blessings, the specific areas of opportunity and growth that you find for yourselves additionally we are all women we're women at every stage of life we are also all still girls i don't know about any of you but in my heart i am still the same girl i was at 6 and 15, and 19, we are all united in femininity. I have a whole phenomenal Bible study written around and about that very topic, and it remains one of the favorites from everyone who has joined with me in Bible study over the years, we share the gift of being our father's daughters. It's a gift, it's a gift from Him. He chose in his divine providence, that I would be his daughter, not his son. He chose that. He chose it for me. He chose it for each of us. And it comes with specific blessings, and it comes with specific hardships, And as we have been discussing, it comes with specific conflicts. Conflicts that we must learn, all of us, on our own continuums, we must learn to handle according to His grace. Our text verses for our year, many of you have shared, you know by heart, You've posted them on your bathroom mirrors. Some of you have posted them in your cars. Some of you have them hidden in a purse, hidden in a briefcase, because not everyone in your family is supportive of the journey that you, in particular, are on with your faith. I commend you. I honor you. And I applaud you. I also... As I've shared with you privately, I also urge safety for you. I know what it is like to be in a household where your faith is not supported, not respected, not honored. I urge safety for you. The psalmist tells us in Psalm 67, verses 1 and 2. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. Our Father has a plan for our lives and in his all-knowing he understands the conflicts that we face and yet he has still called us to himself i i laughed this morning as the chief was getting out of bed to head to work i had just been having The sweetest dream, my first call, and still the call that supersedes all else in my life, my first call was to motherhood. And many of you know, my girl is off in college now. But my first call is still to her. I had a dream last night in which for some odd reason, she and I and a group of other moms and daughters were gathered at an airport, and we were sitting in a conference room, and we were taking notes on various topics. And one of her sweet friends gave her a pen that her mom had brought specifically for me to take notes with. And it was so dear because I had brought a pen specifically for this mom to be able to take notes with for her sweet daughter. And I remember telling the chief this morning as I was giggling about this, we were having this wonderful meeting and we were learning important things and we were sharing them with our girls. Oh, I was so happy. I was so thankful. I was still richly involved in helping my sweet girl, helping her learn, helping her continue to grow, helping her continue to flourish in young adulthood. It was a blessing and it was a joy helping her navigate these waters in which she now travels. It is wondrous and it is beautiful when we actively work to fulfill the call that our Father has on our lives. I know many of you know exactly what I mean. We're honoring the call that our Father has on our lives. That particular call on my life, I did not ask for nor did I ever expect that particular call or assignment, if you will, God chose me for. He chose me to be Megan's mom. That was on purpose from him. I was not praying for a baby. I was not praying to become a mom. He chose me. And I have worked and focused all of my energies to obey and honor Him in selecting me. Sometimes it works just like that. Other times it works like the second call that he has on my life, which I did mightily beseech him about. And that is this call. That is what we are doing right now. We're working and we're studying and we're growing together Both calls on my life are quite similar because I'm an encourager, I'm a teacher, an exhorter of women, of girls. And in a world in which not only my sweet girl, but sweet dearies everywhere live with so much conflict and hardship, we have to be prepared. Our focus today is going to continue exactly where we left off, learning more from Paul in the book of Philippians chapter 2. I will not waste a minute getting straight to Philippians chapter 2 just as soon as I come back. If you have a Bible, grab it now. But if not, do not worry I will read aloud just like always, and I will be right back. Hi, this is Meg, and you are listening to A Year of Grace by the Something New Podcaster. She'll be right back after this short break. that we have been discussing conflict and how God's grace to us, his unmerited favor, unwarranted favor, undeserved favor, his benevolent, kind, merciful favor to us, can be of our ultimate benefit as we begin to navigate a world that is so filled with conflict that at times we could probably like nothing better but just to find a quiet chair, a cup of tea, maybe a a cool compress for our foreheads, maybe... If you're like me, some soft and cozy pajamas, some fuzzy slippers, and just just a few moments in prayer to help me recenter, fix my thoughts back on God, back on our precious Christ. Help, from above, help from within, to help me re align my spirit. Our world is so dangerously full of conflict. Paul's world was as well. In Philippians chapter 2, remember I shared last time that I had mistakenly to myself, called this chapter, Imitating Christ's humanity instead of imitating Christ's humility. This chapter from chapter two, verse one, all the way to chapter two, verse 11, has been such a blessing and a help for me. When I receive the blessing from one of you in being asked to pray, let me read this. And as I do, I will stop at points to help with a bit of specific commentary to fill in pieces of information for us. These are Paul's words. If you, that you, is directed to me. And it's directed to you. And you. And you. And you. If you. So when we're reading God's word. We have to understand. It is meant for us, the reader. Now. I know many times as I would read God's Word, I would immediately burst into tears and think, Precious Lord, if only He would read it. If only they were reading it. Oh, Father, why can't she be reading it? She needs it. They need it. He needs it. And over time, because it did not happen at the beginning it it didn't happen for months or maybe years I goodness I think it began to happen let me count and I always have to count on my fingers so y'all give me one quick minute and I'm gonna count quietly okay I'm up to about five years on my fingers (laughs) math is not my gig as y'all know For sure, it happening about five years into my walk with the Lord when instead of feeling comforted, just comforted, when I would naturally say those things to our Father, I also began to feel a bit convicted inside myself, feel. No, I'm talking to you. No, this is for you. No, you read that again. This is your message. Not in any bit of a mean-spirited, angry parent to willful, disobedient child manner. More so in a parent who is teaching a child who has been hurt and misunderstood and doesn't understand continuing conflict. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ... If any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, capital S spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete. By being like minded, having the same love. Let me say that again. Having the same love, being one in spirit, small as spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition, or vain conceit, but not in humanity, but in humility, but in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your interests, but also to the interests of others. Now, y'all will remember that from last time. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. You will remember that from last time also. So, let's pause. Philippians chapter 2. We are about to start verse 6 and go on to verse 11. My sweet sisters, if we were together pardon my sniffles, y'all know I'm crying, (laughs) if we were all together and we were all in a small chapel, in a big auditorium, in a coffee shop, in someone's living room, or a pastor's parlor. We had just all been able to have a meal together and now we were visiting and I was sharing No doubt I would be walking around by now. I would not be able to stand behind a pulpit (laughs) any longer. I would be asking question after question after question after question. We would be engaged in a sweet conversation, all of us, because I would want desperately to hear your thoughts, I would want to know what was impactful for you in the first part of Philippians 2. How does it feel to you when you hear, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit? How does that sit in your spirit? Does it sit lightly or does it press upon your heart? Does it resonate as something that you feel, yes, Father, that is exactly how I see life. Or do you feel some variation of, I can't do that. Everyone else at my office will get further ahead of me. They're already hateful to me. Father, I can't do that. My sister's husband already hates me. He already makes my life miserable at at family gatherings. I I I can't do that. He loves to humiliate me, poke fun at me, embarrass me about my cooking, about my house not being up to his standards of cleanliness. Father, I I can't do that. Father, I don't consider others better than myself. I work hard. I'm at work on time. I stay late. Father, I, I can't make this happen. If we were all together, there is no doubt some of you would be hopping mad by now. Hopping mad's another Southern expression. <laughs> It means you really want to say more, but you can't. You're hopping mad. What Paul is trying to convey is if we can reflect on times when we feel encouragement. Now, encouragement's a very interesting word. Let me pause for a quick minute. Try to stop crying, and when I come back, we'll start right with encouragement, and we'll we'll finish visiting about these first verses right away. Y'all, I'll be right back. Hi, this is The Chief, and you are listening to A Year of Grace by the Something New Podcaster. She'll be right back after this short break. Sweet, y'all. This passage of scripture is filled with exhortations to us as the daughters of our Father to learn to gracefully, faithfully, and fully live in a world filled with conflict. I told you before our break that chapter 2 verse one of Philippians, talks to us about the word encouragement, and then we will go on to talk about the word friendship. Now, (laughs) in the South, coming from a Southern Baptist background, older Southern Baptist women, now by older, I mean when I was a little girl And we would go to church with my mama and papa. When we would stay with them, by we, I mean my younger brother and my even younger cousin. So my brother, my cousin, and I would go with my mama and papa to church when we stayed with them in the summer. Usually a week, including both weekends. However, one summer, the best summer We were so sad that the time was drawing near for us to have to go home. None of us wanted to go home. We wanted to stay with my mama and papa. I believe this was either Thursday or Friday. And my papa and the boys had come in from doing whatever goodness they were out doing in the barn. And my mama and I had had the most fantastic morning. My mama was an incredible mama. And I know I said I wasn't going to cry, so I really have to try hard. But on their radio, they could get one or two (laughs) stations, usually a gospel station and what I would call a solid country gold station. And my mama let me dust. She let me help her clean. Now, their old farmhouse was... Not big, but to me, it was grandeur. And the fact that she let me dust her treasures, which. Y'all, I'm sorry. They were not expensive, but to me, I wish I had every single one of them now. But we would dust her treasures And she would let me run the vacuum cleaner. We would make lunch together. All those mornings were precious. And my papa and the boys came in and we all had lunch and we were sad. We were sad because we had to go back home, all three of us. Especially my little cousin because he adored my brother and I. And my papa took one look at us sitting around the table, not eating. And he said, oh, (laughs) to my mama, oh, go call the girls. Which meant all three of his daughters, my mom, my aunt, who was my cousin's mom, and then their youngest daughter, who didn't have children at that time, but was coming down for the weekend because we would all hang out and be together. And tell them we're going to cable one more week. And we all jumped up from the table as this hit us, as we realized what that meant. And we all started marching around the table, hooping and hollering. We knew what it meant it meant we were staying. And they would not be coming that weekend. There was no need. They would come the following weekend. So we'd have another whole blessed weekend. That meant for me, I could go with my mama. Because the next afternoon, the ladies, the church ladies, the ladies of her Sunday school class, were getting ready for an event. And I got to go. And the ladies, the older Southern Baptist church ladies of that era, were lovely. They wouldn't just come to church in smart pantsuits, suits. Not in this little town of Clifton, Texas. Or Cranfill Gap, Texas. Or Hamilton, Texas. Or Meridian, Texas. No, 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 no. Now, my mama would let me wear little pantsuits, little shirts that she had made for me. <gasps> but she would go in a dress or maybe on a Friday for a workday, maybe a more casual shirt dress. And we would go and they would prepare things and they would say things to one another like we're about to hear, they would say things like, that's an encouragement to my heart. This is a wonderful time of fellowship. I hear myself say those words and they were rooted in me before I was out of elementary school. What they mean What encouragement means, what Paul is telling us, it means if you have ever had an encouragement, a comfort, if you have ever been exhorted, exhorted, encouraged, helped along in a project, helped along against folks who do not have your best interest at heart, who are constantly in conflict with. It is an intercessory advocate, much like Christ, much like the Holy Spirit. That is what Paul is talking about. And these women had come together in these small country churches and they were trying to rise above any conflicts that they were experiencing together. And they were trying to be an encouragement to one another. They were trying to offer one another friendship. Friendship. Also called many times in a Southern church, in a Baptist church, most likely in a Methodist or a Presbyterian church. They were trying to offer one another fellowship. Fellowship. They would come together for fellowship, a society, a group, in an opportunity to share in an activity, to share in a Bible study, to share in a Wednesday night spaghetti supper before or after church, to share in watching the littles sing, watching in a video of the high schoolers on a mission trip. That is the way Paul is suggesting we manage conflict through grace. The richness of this particular passage will give us further strength, further direction as we move forward. I have so much more to share from this passage. I will save it. I will save those stories. And I promise To try not to cry (laughs) next time. This is two in a row. And I'm so sorry, y'all. I am so sorry. I cannot help it. And I guarantee you, if we were all together, somebody would be saying, get that girl a handkerchief. Y'all know I I travel with handkerchiefs. I have handkerchiefs in my bag at all times because you never (laughs) know with me. I will save those stories for another day when we all have the great blessing and joy of being gathered together once again. Y'all, please continue to let me know your thoughts about our podcasts. Please let me have the honor of praying for you. You know I will. I will pray for anything which you want prayer for. Now, until that day when we are gathered together again, y'all are in my heart and in my prayers, and I love y'all dearly. So for now, for me in Texas, that's a wrap. Bye for now.